Yo, yo. What to do, baby? In my Travis Scott fragment shirt. I just oh. don't have a. I slightly got dead mouse shirt. Dead mouse nods. Cause or however you say it. Cause. K A W S. Cows. I don't know, man. I'm not into the fashion. I just like the designs. <laughs> Any vinyls? Yes. As I foreshadowed last week with the greatest vocal sample of all time, but we'll get there. All right. First one is our face, MF Doom. This is super what? This is the first one, I believe. Oh, no. I think this is the second one. Either way. All right. And then this one. So this isn't hip hop. And I saw this because it was like an exclusive with Turntable Lab. Shout out Turntable Lab. Um, so I, like I started listening to them and they're actually fire. I think it's Vest or Vest Trio is how you say it. But they're fire. Like there's going to be a lot of people like sampling this. And by a lot of people, I mean me. But like it's super chill, super relaxed, super fire. Vest Trio's Yellow Ultra. I think that's how you say it. O-C-H-R-E. And then the one that we preleaded to last week, but people, oh, you know what? People didn't see the behind the scenes, so they didn't know why I was saying you're you're already dead, which I fact check in Japanese. He has a deep voice. Not a high-pitched voice, like I said. His voice is deep in Japanese. But I have your dead. Flying Lotus. Yes. I don't know if this is like a special edition or something. But it has it's a two vinyl set, and it has like a really cool inner. I just haven't opened it yet, but I saw the inner online. It's pretty cool. I can't show it on here. It has nudity on it, so. But just take my word for it. It's cool. That's dope. That's dope. Pretty dope. And wait, hopefully by next show I have my album of the year last year. Last year, what what did you choose last year? What. Well, I, what was the album of the year last year? What did we I guess we'll have to wait until my vinyl gets here. Yeah, because I surely forgot. I Oh, I remember. I remember yours, too. Because how blasphemous it was. Nah, it's still the same. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that you say that, I remember. Yeah, blasphemous. Yeah, whatever. I've had many of conversations about that. About how that's your album of the year. And? Many of conversations. And they all agree with me. They're all silly people. That's why they agree with you. Silly people make silly decisions, you know? I don't know, man. I think if maybe if I ask 100 people and 100 of them say that wasn't album of the year, maybe you're the silly person. <laughs> Good thing you didn't talk to 100 people. You don't know. I might talk to 1,000. But with that being said, what's up, world? Welcome to another episode of That Mo Show. I am your host, Hitch Montana, with my co-host. Cadme. Hey, appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Hey, Friday finally gave us some music. A lot of music. We haven't heard any music, new music in a while. And the music that we have come out, that has come out, hasn't been from any artists that any of you guys would probably want to listen to. So we didn't do any reviews on them. However, there are a few artists that did come out with new music. Dick Gregory being a, not an artist, but an album that did come out uh, because of the fact that Dick Gregory is, has a, biopic coming out 
Now, we'll talk about that a little later, but let's start off with this one, Kat. Wonder, War war and Wonders. Nikki Smoke. Now, for those who pay attention to the page, we have declared it album of the week. Now, without it, without saying anything further on it just yet, Kat, tell me how you feel about the album. Okay, so D Smoke, super talented. I'm still going to stay by what I said, though. Um, I think when we talked about him last year, when we talked about the Grammy service earlier this year, if you want something to listen to while you wait on Kendrick, this is it. Now, I will say this, though. So this album isn't, I would say, as bad as the other album. The other album sounds like Kendrick, like to the T. Yeah, exactly. It sounds just like Kendrick. This one He's actually like, I feel like coming into his own. Now, obviously he was, this isn't like his first time rapping. He was on, uh, what was the show called that he was on? Um, hip Rhyme and Flow. Yeah. Yeah, Rhythm and Flow, Rhyme and Throw, one of those. So he's on there. So he's talented. I mean, you can watch the show. You can see him in his glory if you don't want to listen to the album, even though listening to the album would be a lot faster than watching the whole season of the show. But he's a... Uh, he makes good music, but I feel like his music has like a, I want to say like a limited audience. Like when I listen to his music, I feel like it's, it's so specific. I feel like it's kind of maybe only relatable to like a, uh, like a small section of probably where he's from. Now that's not a bad thing. There's a lot of good artists that are like that. Dom Kennedy is another one that's like that for me, where He's talented, but I just feel like his music is just kind of like this group of people really ride with it. Um, that would be like the, uh, what did you say? Not the fan base, but people that kind of like can relate to what's going on with what he's talking about. He talks about things very specific to where he's from in California. Um, he goes Spanish. He'll rap in Spanish for you, sing in Spanish. Um, but all in all, oh, what a catch. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, all in all, it's a good album. It's solid. Um, I think it's it's close between his album and another album we're going to talk about for album of the week. But it's solid. Uh, I'll probably give it between a 7 and an 8, so 7.5 out of 10. It's a solid listen. Um, going back to what I say, if you're a fan, not a fan, um, you may become a fan of D Smoke by listening to this album. Um, I did add it to my phone, so I like the great albums with that, where if I add it to my phone or if I just left it in the, the iTunes library. Um, but it's uh, it's solid. It's solid. Well, I will go ahead and say the same. It's about an 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10. Um, in the past, the previous album that came out, like Kat said, it sounds exactly like Kendrick all the way through uh flow change of tone everything else it all sounds like kendrick this one it's like he's branching out and he's 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 doing his own thing which is great fantastic uh he really makes sure that to let you know that he's not kendrick and that he's not to be compared with kendrick not to say that he's on a higher level or anything like that he just raps different he raps different his flow is different what he talks about is different all the above, the fact that he raps in Spanish, um, the fact that he's very specific to California, 
and where he's from compared to how Kendrick raps when it comes to California. He raps very vaguely about California as if it's universal. Uh, and the smoke raps specifically about Cali. Nonetheless, it's a very good album, very well put together. Um, very good as far as setting himself apart from some of the other artists. The fact that he continues to rap in Spanish is a good plus to him. And I believe based on what he said in the song, it's, I mean, on, on the album, it sounds like he's a Spanish teacher uh, at a school. So, you know, it's a really good look on him knowing that, you know, he can rap about street life, but he can also rap about, hey, you know, being in school and getting an education and things like that. Uh, and the pain and struggles of life without having to make it seem like it's always about shooting a gun or doing drugs. So it, it, it's well put together in that respect, in my opinion, but it's also well done in the, in the sense that once again, he sets himself apart from Kendrick. Uh, and it's, that's big when you sound like Kendrick. It's like, it's like baby King, baby King voice is like a, a high pitch Kendrick get him away from the Kendrick and he might he might be a little bit better as far as an artist goes and make some better songs. But uh, say uh this album has the Kendrick feature that you want that well the Toby and Kendrick song. It's just instead of Kendrick it's D Smoke. Uh that doesn't hold the same that doesn't have the same value to me. Hey just no Toby ripped that verse. So I'll say this though. I'll say this though. If y'all don't listen to Toby, let, hold on. I'll get what that song's called. Hold on. I got it. The song with the song with Toby and D Smoke. And BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, find my way. Yes. Listen to that. Now, on top of this, you know, the he's following the same trend that Drake and Kent and uh, Kanye followed, which is more. I mean, at least an hour's worth of music. It's. 16 tracks, there is uh, Toby Nwigwe on there, there's BJ the Chicago Kid on it, there's Marsha Ambrosia, there's Ty Dolla Sign, there's John Legend on here. So he's got some good name artists on here that, that people are going to want to listen to uh, so that they can, so that he can grab your attention. I don't know if he is a he might, he might actually be that. He might be the fan. He might be the type of artist that, that's grabbing new art, new fans because obviously we are gravitating towards him as well. We started to listen to more of his music when the music comes out. We start to look for and listen to some of his styles when he ever, whenever he drops something new. So he's definitely this artist that people are going to check out and want to listen to at some point in time. I don't know if if he will ever be a big artist he doesn't give me the vibes that he's ever going to pop out and give you this song that's going to blow the charts and he's going to be this big name he's always going to be this guy who's in the middle of the pack if you know him you know him if you don't you just don't he's always he seems like he's always going to be that artist but nonetheless eight out of ten without a doubt it's a good album that i definitely would recommend anyone to check out this week before friday because once friday comes you'll forget about this album now Hold on, can I say something? I just want to say this Toby line. That's just, he has a great verse. He says, tough to leave those who conceive when you don't follow your creator. But it got, but it got greater later. I was in my beta, a chaser of flavors. I could savor my behavior. To be a player was never in my nature. It was nurtured and catered to as favor by neighbors who were fakers of love. 
just a little sneak peek of the bars you're going to get whenever you, uh, you listen to Toby's verse on this Find My Way song. That's uh, that's JLX worthy right there. No, that's Toby. Toby. I don't know how to say his last name. That's Toby's wording right there. He's got a real long name and actuality. But um, another artist that released some music is West Side Gun. He's now, actually on this album. Now, West Side Gun also did release an album uh, a few, maybe about a month ago. That we talked about. Entitled Hitler Wears Hermes 8 Side A. And he's now followed that up with Hitler Wears Hermes 8 Side B. Now, again, following the trend of an hour's worth of music, West Side Gun gives you 12, I mean, 20 tracks on this album featuring names like Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, his label mates, J Electronica, uh, Two Chains, Tyler the Creator, and uh, Jay Worthy. Now, he also don't has... For, don't forget Larry June and Mac Homie. He also has Trapaholics on there. Trapaholics. He does. You know, them. He, he's got them on it. Uh, but that, that's all they really say for the most part. Nonetheless, this is much better than Side A. For those who listen to us talk about Side A, this is leaps and bounds ahead of Side A. The, the beats are, are, I would say, better. Um, again, he's still going to give you that wet, that East Coast feeling. He's not going to give you much different. Um, that is his style. I feel like I sneeze. <laughs> ah, my bad. That was a wet one. But um, he gives you this. He gives you the New York feeling. That's what he always does. This one's no exception to that. He always continues to do the same thing. Um, but the best part about it is he doesn't have his label mates running all up and through it like he did on uh, first on side eight. This one does have a little bit more features and a little bit more of a classic feel to it. As far as West Side Gun goes, it's one of those albums that if you like West Side Gun, this may be in about a month or two a classic. This may be considered a classic album. This is going to be it's that good. Um, now it's the toss-up, it was the toss-up for album of the week because it's that it both of them are pretty good. Like I can't say one is better than the other per se. Uh overall, yes, West Side Gun is better. This album is top notch. But you know, for sake of conversation, we go ahead, we go ahead and give it to to D Smoke. We're not gonna always go West Side Gun, because listen, Griselda. Has a good rate, has a good good roster, really good roster. Uh, but this one is again another eight out of ten, uh, maybe even a nine out of ten. Um, just depends on what day you're feeling this song, this album. Nonetheless, it's a really good album. Nonetheless, it's got exactly what you want. It's got bars, it's got rhyme, good rhyme schemes, it's got good beats, it's got good features on it. It's it's a total package in my opinion. It's exactly what hip hop should be, honestly. Uh, it gives you that old, it gives you that '90s hip hop feel, with with a lot of today's relevance. So, I mean, that's 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 all I gotta really say about it. 
Yeah, so I don't think it's as good as Pray for Paris, which is the West Side Guns, I guess that's like his first official album, maybe. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a solid eight. I think D Smoke probably took the crown the crown because this one is just full of features. D Smoke's yeah. album doesn't have too many features on it. Yeah. Um, but you got J Electronica. Another amazing verse. Especially especially because he said J Elect Griselda then finally entered the chat with that skirt do 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 all over the track. And if y'all don't know what that means, listen to a West Side Gun song and you're going to hear Ayo, Ayo, and you're going to hear skirt do 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 do. You're going to hear boo 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 boo. He actually does that after Jelatronka says the skirt do 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 all over the track. Boom, 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 boom. And he calls himself Jadoff Spittler. So look there. You wanna know how you're the one of the best lyricists if you call yourself Jadoff Spittler. All right. So uh, but back to the album. Nah, man, it's good. I don't think it's an album that's gonna make you necessarily a fan of West Side Gun. Yeah. But I mean, definitely check out the songs with the artists that you like. If you like Tyler, the creator, I don't even think West Side raps in that song, honestly. I think that's all Tyler in that song. Um, the the Jay Electronica song, Free Cutter. Uh, I mean, Benny the Butcher and Conway, they're amazing. So if you want to listen to them, I would say listen to their albums. But you could always, I mean, they're always on songs together. You could always find it there. Uh, Larry June, he's always a delight to listen to on an album. He's just real cool. If y'all know about Larry June, I'm actually going to talk about him later in the show. But um, yeah, overall, it's it's a nice listen. It's an eight, you know, something to drive. Um, I am glad, though, with these hour-long albums that the ones that are hour-long are actually good ones. Like, it's not an hour-long. There's no skips on this. I mean, maybe you skip the skits that are just randomly put in there. But I mean, all in all, it's pretty good. You can't go wrong listening to it. For sure. You definitely can't go wrong listening to this album. This album will definitely uh, give you the old school vibes if you want to, if you like it. It's the same as what I said on Side A when Side A dropped. It gives you that, that old school 90s rap feeling. This is no exception. It continues down the same path and does the same thing for you. Now, another person who released an album is someone that we covered uh, when the Double XL freshman cover released for 2021, and that is Lakia. Lakia released My Time Gangster Grill Special Edition featuring DJ Drama. Gangster Grills. So I guess you can call this more of a mixtape rather than an album because you have DJ Drama all the way through it. However, because of the times that we live in, we consider it an album at this point. Now, she did not follow the trend of the hour long, maybe because she's too new and she doesn't want to go down that route. Maybe also because she doesn't have the content to do so just yet, nor the fan base to want to give you an hour long. But she did give you at least a good solid 30 minutes worth of listening music uh, with 11 tracks. And she has T Grizzly on the album, as well as, once again, DJ Drama and Bankroll Freddy. Now, I'm glad this wasn't an hour. Cat, how you feel about it? Oh, she had Tiger on it too. I forgot. But Cat. Yeah, how does this dude keep getting work? And money back, yo. 
How's Tiger keep getting work? Is Tiger? I was while I was listening to this. I'm like, is Tiger just the? Uh, hey, I have a new artist. Put Tiger on the track. Is that what he is? <laughs> is that what he is at this point? Yeah, it's like is that is that what this man is? Oh, hey, 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 we got a new uh, we got a new artist. Who should we put on there? Uh, should we try to do a song with Drake? Nah. Should we try to do a song with um maybe somebody else that's coming up that's on the freshman cover? Nah, you know you should do a song with Tiger. <sighs> Anyways, I'm giving this one a solid five out of ten. It's not really a lot, not really a lot to it. I mean, it's it just reminds me of like an old mixtape. I mean, yeah. she's still a good rapper, but I mean, all the music kind of sounds the same. You know, you know how it is. It's just she's like a SoundCloud rapper. I, I would go ahead and say the same. It's not memorable. But- it's no, a, there's not a lot going on. It's a showcase, in my opinion. She's just, she's just letting you know I got the talent. Letting you know I got, I got, I got some tracks. Uh, that's what this is. This isn't much more than that. Um, as far as female, as far as you guys, y'all know how I feel about female rappers. I, I, I want female rappers to progress, and I want them to move forward and uh, blow up the scene. She's not one of the artists that I want to blow up the scene. No, I don't think she moves the needle forward. I yeah. think she's she's just kind of there to um, hold the bridge up that like Cardi and Megan and all of them are building. She's just kind of like there holding it up. Yeah, she's she, not bad. So like, don't don't let people get that twisted. We're not saying she's bad. It's just it's okay. Flo Millie and um, and Lotto right now are much 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 better than Lakia is in my. Opinion. I don't know about Flo Millie, but ah. Uh, they're all five out of tens, though. We're just we're just oh, arguing five out of tens. And Ruby Rose, if Ruby Rose can find the right placement, right? She's a three out of ten. So we're all arguing average to low level. So listen, I I would give this a five out of ten. Honestly, the the beats are generic, the bars are generic. Um, none of the features that she has on there are really worth listening to, as far as individuality, like. You know, she's got big names on there, Moneybag Yo, T Grizzly, Tiger, so to speak, of a big name, but nothing really memorable. And Bankroll Freddy, nothing memorable. If if there was a album full of skips, this would be it. This would be the album full of skips. This would be the album that, okay, I'll listen to it, but if I don't like it, I'm changing it. And I wouldn't have a problem with you telling me that. I'd be like, yeah, not that great. Yeah. yeah, I listened to it uh, one time, and I was like, "All right, I'm done with this." Yeah, I had to I had to look at the track list to see how many songs were left. That's all it deserves. That's all it deserves. Now I'll say this though: if it was a um, like an actual mixtape, like an old Gangster Girl mixtape with other artists on it, it'd be pretty good. Like some of her songs in there in that setting, it'd be pretty good. But it's not, unfortunately. And there's no Don Cannon. There's with. Listen, Doug Cannon. Drama without Don Cannon is not a real Gangsta Grills mix. That's not the drama that we want. Yes. That is not a real Gangsta Grills mixtape. Now. No, I got to hear the Doug Cannon. Now, I know, did you, so I know we listened to the Dick Gregory one. Yes. How you feel about it? Bro, now, what you mean? That's hip hop. 
all right, all right, all right. Now, to to what you mean? That's hip hop. To preface it, can you tell? Can you tell the people who are on the album for me? It's oh, I guess it's a soundtrack. Can you tell the people that are on the soundtrack for me? It's a soundtrack. Or you want me to pull it up for you? I'm, I'm, I lost it. I had it earlier. Let me see if I can find it. I can tell you off the top of my head. Uh, Lupe's on there. I got it. I got it. Daylight's on there. The one and only Dick Gregory album inspired by the motion pictures soundtrack. Uh, it includes Big Crit, Lupe Fiasco, uh, Static Selecta, BJ the Chicago Kid, and a few others. Bobby Sessions. Bobby Sessions. Danny Baylor. Hey, Danny Baylor ripped it. I'll say Danny Baylor. Danny Baylor ripped it. And, and new artist Maxo. And he's hidden in here, but a room full of mirrors has daylight in it. Does it? He is in it. He's the second rapper with Terrence Martin. Room full of mirrors. Yep. That's the group. The song's called My Ninja. Oh, okay. But it's not Ninja. Y'all can fill in the blank what the other word is. I but daylight is, I guess, a part of. I don't even know who a room full of mirrors is. Here, let's look this up while we have it here, because I don't even know who that is or what that group consists of. Now, but I know daylight Gregory, isn't it. Gregory is a. Dick um, Gregory has passed away, but he is. He was a once upon a time comedian, but also a political activist uh, in the community for uh, for black people. Oh, sorry to cut you off. A Room Full of Mirrors is actually a TDE group. Oh. That is President Punch, Daylight, and Nick Grant. All right. Well, then. So I'm you glad said, to see Daylight with TDE. Now, you said this was a what album? You said you called it 10 out of 10? Uh, I don't, I don't want to rate it because it's a soundtrack. Yes, exactly. We cannot rate a soundtrack because there's too many various artists and they right. all have good skill sets. Good, good skill sets. And uh, mm-hmm. you just can't count a soundtrack. You can't, no. you, you can't count various artists. That's cheating, so to speak. It's like putting an all-star, it's like putting an all-star roster together. Right. Uh, but it was nonetheless a good album to take a listen to for those who want to hear a various number of artists and want to just be able to listen to different types of music, different types of sounds from each and every person. You're going to get that. You're also going to get a backstory on a little bit of who Dick Gregory is from each and every one of their own perspectives based on the movie. I don't rem- I don't know when the movie comes out, though. Yeah, I don't see that. I mean, I can look it up. Now, did you listen to anything else before I changed the topic? Yeah, I listened to blue oh yeah the color blue who actually i'm gonna order the vinyl right now while i'm here because i i looked it up and the vinyl is available for pre-order so there's probably a very strong possibility that i will have the blue vinyl at some point in the near future now just touch on it a little bit just uh it's definitely hip-hop eight out of ten um i would say if you don't listen to blue Pretty much all of Blue's projects will get you into Blue. I think he, because he's just consistently good across his projects. 
Um, this is the color blue. Let me find the other one, especially if it's blue and exile. They're pretty good together. Now, I will say this about this album. Below the Heavens. Below the Heavens is like his first one. And that one's incredible, but he's pretty consistent. I mean, if you like one blue project, you're going to like all blue projects. I will say this about this album. Um, if you like blue, like Ken said, you're going to like blue. This is not a bad blue album. But if you don't like blue, or if you've never heard of blue, this isn't going to be an album that you're going to get into. Nah, you'll like it, man. Just give him huh? a listen. Oh, this the movie's already out. out. The movie's I already out. The Dick Gregory movie's already out. This, oh, okay. This is what I'll say about this album, though. Um, he talks a lot about the importance of blue as it relates to hip-hop. There's a lot of how he is important to hip-hop. And he is important. <laughs> now, again, the, the, the album is called The Color Blue. Every track is a blue reference. Every hey, do you know who, Mr. real quick, you, you know who else did that? Who? Already? Uh, Merz did that already. I think Merz's first project yeah. is Varsity Blues, and all of it has to do with the color blue, all the songs. But it doesn't have, it's not the same in the sense that... As this one's, uh, yeah. this one's different. Because blue in this one, every 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 song is a blue reference, but it's all a blue reference to Blue the Rapper. Um, that's where he gets into talking about himself quite often. Um, I listened to the G Easy album, uh, These Things Happen Too. It is a long album, an hour long. Now, I know all the other ones that we've said are an hour, but I say this is an hour long because eventually that hour becomes draining and you don't want to hear it in. Uh, but it comes with 19 tracks. It comes with 19 tracks and the first 10, I got to give it to him. My first 10, I like. I gotta, I'll got. i listen to the first 10 all day. Them bottom nine, though, they kind of get really draining and mm -hmm, I'm not with it. Like It starts off strong. It starts off getting you hype. You know, he's from the West Coast. He's from the Bay Area. So he wants to keep that field. He's got E-40 on it. He's got Demi Lovato on there. He's got some Lil Wayne and some YG on there. But then as it gets, like I said, the bottom 10, there is uh, there's Ty Dolla Sign. There's Anthony Hamilton. There's Mark E. Basie. And it just gets really slow. And it gets really in his feelings. And you just, you don't want to hear it no more. You just want to turn it off. So you'll like it if you're a G-Easy fan. You'll, you'll want it to kick rocks if you're not. Uh, it's a solid. It's a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Ooh. Five. Ooh. Because of that bottom nine, man, that bottom nine really sucks. But so it's like a 10 out of 10 and then a zero out of 10. Yeah, it gets bad really fast after that. Like 10 out of 10, the first 10 after that. Just just throw the whole rest of the album away. Uh, now, there are some good songs that, that came out for those Ooh La La remix and a few others here and there. Um, oh, wait, I got two more. We won't talk about those though. Now, what we, what, I got two more. Oh, what's up? All right. So Larry June and Cardo dropped the project. If y'all don't know who Larry June is, definitely listen to him. He's super cool. I've never seen him. Oh, I've seen him in like a cooking soul video. 
but that's it. But he just makes super cool music. He's just like a super cool guy. Like if y'all like Dom Kennedy, you'll probably like Larry June because they have like that cool when I rap. I'm cool guy when I rap vibe to it. And shout out to our friend of the show, Mr. Mike Thomas. He dropped a new track, which is fire. Hold on. I got to I got to I don't want to mess it up. Because it's on my phone, but my phone is streaming on IG. So I can't get on iTunes off my phone. You got iTunes over there? Hitch. Yeah. What do you want me to look up? Uh, Mr. Mike Thomas. Oh, do I have iTunes on it? No, I do not have iTunes. Or Apple Music or something. Apple Music, yeah. Oh, so just look up Mr. Mike Thomas. Yeah, I wanted. I want to get this name right. So his new song, Four Daughters, I'm All In. Boom. That song is fire. Fire. If y'all don't remember, friend of our show, Mr. Mike Thomas, we did an interview with him. Um, I also had him an honorable mention for top five rap albums of the year last year. Yes, you did. Yes. So incredible. Go ahead, listen to it. It's uh, He does a lot of predominantly hip-hop, but there's some versatility with this one. And it's like a fun kind of, uh, I don't know, what do I want to say? On the radio, like a fun radio song. Um, and it's for his daughter. And he's just like rapping about like everything that he's doing for his daughter. It's pretty cool, man. It's a pretty cool song. I'm a fan of it. Like I said earlier, I added it to my library. And if I add it to my library, that means I'm a fan. If I leave it in the iTunes universe, I ain't even talking about it again. Hey, that rhymed. But yes. Now, moving on to some controversial stuff that Billboards has started. Now, Billboards tweeted out last week, is Drake in 2021... Is yeah, is Drake in 2021 is now as big as Michael Jackson or the Beatles at their peaks? Now, a couple of people would automatically say no. A couple of people automatically say no. A whole nation might automatically say no, to be honest. Knowing that Certified Lover Boy has just recently dropped and it has peaked at number one for the second week. As well as what was it? He had five number ones this off of this album. Yeah, nine out of the top ten. Yes, nine out of the t- on the top ten charts. Plus, you go back into Scorpion, you go back to the other albums, you go back into everything he's done before, to where you have "Call Me on My Cell Phone" that was trending for a whole year on the Billboard top top. 100s for the entire year actually top 50 for the entire year uh and the numerous other accolades that come with drake now cad i know that you're a drake fan but are you going to ride the drake train and say that he is as big as michael or are you going to say that he isn't okay or or are you going to say that he's bigger than michael let me put it like that because I do know somebody said that on a tweet, on a tweet, on a what? On a tweet, <laughs> <laughs> on a tweet that he's bigger than Michael. All right. So this 
is on the surface, I mean, it's completely one-sided answer, but if you really think about it and we have to compare, I mean, I have to adjust for the times. So Michael Jackson, because what did they ask? They asked if Drake is the 2021 Michael Jackson. That's that the original question. Is Drake in 2021 as big as Michael and the Beatles at their peak? So we've had the Beatles conversation before with Drake and that we agreed because it went back to time that when the Beatles were out, there wasn't a whole bunch of, what do you want to say, competition? There wasn't like, there's a billboard 100 of just great artists. It's yeah. kind of like the Beatles were kind of like the first, they were like in the wave of being on TV. You know what I mean? Like one of the first people to be on TV. So I think Drake was bigger than them at their time. But when it comes to Michael Jackson, like I said, we have to adjust for the times. Obviously, Michael Jackson, I think didn't Drake just, he just beat his record, I believe, maybe like last year of like top artists sold. Now, Michael Jackson was doing that when people bought albums, not when you can stream an album a certain amount of times and it'll count as a buy. Like, Certified Lover Boy did 744 million streams in the first week that it was out. With Michael Jackson, it was, hey, we couldn't stream Michael Jackson's music. You actually had to go to the store and buy it. All right. So... Do I think Drake could have sold albums like Michael Jackson did? No, but we have to adjust for the time. What is the time now is streaming. So I think the idea behind it may be, hey, Drake is breaking these streaming records that's similar to Michael Jackson breaking the, I guess, the sales records, right? So I'm taking everything else out of, because obviously Michael Jackson, I would say it was a bigger star than Drake is because, but it was different. It's a different time. Social media, you can post, do whatever you want. And however many people follow Drake will see it. Michael Jackson, they didn't have social media. So Michael Jackson goes outside. There could be 15,000 people like, oh, Michael Jackson staying at this hotel. Let's sit outside and then hope that we see him when he pokes his head out or something like that. The access wasn't there. So it was it was more of a big deal, I feel like, when you saw him in person versus now. Like, I think we can agree on that, right? Yeah. Because I can go on IG and see LeBron working out. I don't have to see LeBron in the gym. And it's kind of like the same thing. In, I guess, the sense of how I have access to LeBron or not. So, I mean, Drake was not and is not a bigger artist than Michael Jackson. But in the sense of in 2021, I mean, you could say there's similarities there, but we have to look at streams. We can't look at album sales. We can't look at, you know, Michael Jackson bought the Beatles masters. Like I'm not including any of that in there. I'm going strictly no, music. You can't, you can't, you can't go. No. I can't go into how much money Michael Jackson made since I just heard this. I, I don't know if this is true or not, because every time you fact check it, it's something else. But when Eminem dissed Michael Jackson back in the day, Michael Jackson bought Eminem's masters or something like that. 
instead of like responding. He just bought his master. So every time Eminem performed a song, he got paid. I don't know if that's true or not, but we're not counting that in here. If we counted that in there, then he's the biggest artist ever because he owned the Beatles masters and owned 70% of like the songs that were on the radio at one point. So Drake's never going to do that. Um, but I don't, I mean, I think it's closer than maybe we think it is by listening to the question. Once you break down streams to sales, because that's what the game is now. And I mean, he has the longevity. Michael Jackson's around forever. You don't think in 10 years, Drake's going to drop something and people are still going to freak out about it. You know what I mean? I mean, Drake's been around, what was it? 12 years. I think like, Oh, eight when so far gone came out. So 13 years. I think for Drake to be timeless, he's going to have to continue to be relevant. Um, well, let me let me just j- jump in on that. I, I think it's going to be extremely difficult for artists now to be timeless. Because... I think, Drake, I think Drake and Lil Wayne are those two artists that currently still making a lot of music that can be, that will be timeless. I just think it's more difficult now because when you think of Michael Jackson, I bet a lot of people think of Thriller, right? Sure. And Thriller is a song, obviously it was huge when it came out. It's still huge now. But when do you, you hear Thriller during Halloween? It's almost guaranteed you're going to hear Thriller during Halloween. And is it because, I mean, Thriller is a great song, but we also hear Monster Mash during Halloween, right? It came out like, I don't know when Monster Rush came out. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say it because I don't want to be wrong. People go, oh, it came out. The 40s. Yeah, I was going to say like the 50s. But they're like, oh, no, it came out in the 20s. Whatever. But, yeah, we hear Monster Mash. Is Monster Mash a great song? No. But I bet in the time it came out, there weren't too many Halloween songs. So, But, but Thriller is, actually, is an actual album. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thriller is like the number one sold album of all time. All but. Time. I'm talking about the song Thriller. I mean, yo, Thriller, the album had hits. Like, every song on Thriller is a a classic song. Every single song. But, I mean, PYT, Beat It's on Thriller. Um, Uh, (laughs) Carousel's on there. Thriller's on there. There's a lot of songs on there that are are chart toppers at some point in time. Right. Um, I kind of went off on a tangent. But I'm saying that to say this is there's more artists making music and that music is accessible to everybody versus at Michael Jackson's time where it was dominated by labels and the only music you could get unless you knew, you know, actually the only music you could really get is from a label because nobody really had home studios like they do now. Like I make music now and I can post it on Spotify when in the seventies, I couldn't make music and go sell it in the store. Like I couldn't make music in my house and sell it in the store. So yeah, yeah, there's more, there's more artists now. So there's more access. So there's more competition for sound. And I don't want people to hear that and think, Oh, Cad's just saying that Michael Jackson sold all those albums because there weren't as many artists for him to access. Not necessarily. I mean, he still is a great artist. He's great music. Like, Michael Jackson is in the hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, I believe. Like, but for for what Drake is doing 
in this time where competition is all time high because of I guess access to making music. I mean, hitch. Podcasting is taking over the radio. This is we're great. doing a podcast, and all we're using is our phone. When back in the seventies and eighties, to get on the radio, you'd have to have a whole studio. Yes. Times are different for sure. Just put that in perspective. Just put that in perspective. Now, so before I go ahead and give my take on it, there are a couple of there are a couple of records that Michael still holds that Drake has yet to per, has yet to surpass. Number one, best selling album of all time, Thriller. Thriller, yeah. He's not beating that. Five best selling albums of all times. Um uh, He's been on the number one billboards charts. He's been on several number one billboard charts since the age of 11. And he is the most successful artist of all time. Now. But we're not talking about money, though. Yes. Now, how we're not putting money in the conversation. How we label success is, is, is different. You know, there's, there's many different areas that he can go on for success. I will say this. The magnitude of Michael Jackson is still significantly greater than the magnitude of Drake. Uh, social media downplays who, how Drake, how big Drake can be because he's always in the public eye at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, could he have been as big as Michael and surpassed Michael? Very, very possible with the way, with as in, because of how infectious he is at this point in time and how infectious he has been since 08. He has been in your ear. He has been all over the place. And you, and no matter how much we don't like him, we learn, we begin to love him a little bit more every single time. Um, and that type of person who grows on you like that, their impact is astronomical. But when you have social media, the impact kind of gets dumbed down because the moment you post something, the moment a blog site sees, hashtags you, anything like that, automatic pop up everywhere you go on twitter type in the word drake you're going to get millions and millions of tweets you're going to get pictures left and right you're going to get people who post them on his story on their snapchats everywhere so drake's presence kind of gets overwhelming and you don't want to be a part of it anymore versus if you take away drake from social media drake all of a sudden becomes this megastar beyond what he is right now he becomes this this global presence where almost somewhat to the extent of what Michael would, what Michael was because you're going to want to see Drake because you don't get to see Drake. You're not going to see him on TV. You're not going to see his music all the time unless you go looking for it. You're not, you're not going to catch a glimpse of him unless you happen to somehow run into Drake, but Drake's so big that you don't run into him. Right. It's to, to really put it into a perspective for right now, he could be, he possibly could be as big as Beyonce currently. But with social media, because of how, 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 how I guess, contagious social media is, is what I want to say. Or fast. Yeah, it's because of how fast-paced and contagious social media is, you, he's not going to surpass, he's not even going to surpass Beyonce as far as how big of a person he is, how, how, how in the grand scheme of things, because Beyonce just stays away from social media. So she posts one picture, all of a sudden the world goes crazy again. 
she drops one song, all of a sudden she blows up again. Now, I will say this. Drake does have some of these timeless songs, such as YOLO. He has the Tootsie Slide. He has uh, um, Call Me On My Cell Phone. He has, he has, he has a couple of these. Uh, we're going home. I would what? say, J- just hold on, we're going home. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Marvin's Room. No, not Marvin's Room. Marvin's Room's not timeless. Uh, I think it is. It's just not a big, it wasn't one of his bigger songs. There we go. But it wasn't, what, yeah, it's it's the, it's not that song that you can play in any setting. Uh, but YOLO, you can play in pretty much any setting. Um, Tootsie Slide, obviously, you're going to play that at somebody's barbecue. It's going to show up. Uh, and that's I can see I can see Tissy Slide being like a wedding song. Yeah, you know, like how like Electric Slide and everything is at a wedding song. I can see Tissy Slide being in there. It, it's it's now in there with with Cha Cha Slide, Electric Slide, Cupid Shuffle, Wobble. It's now in the in that in that area, and so therefore it, it becomes timeless. But I don't know if at the end of the day he will become as timeless as Michael. I believe that he will be timeless in a aspect, like he'll be a timeless in somebody's genre, like in the rap world, he'll be timeless without a doubt. He'll be timeless. You you can play an album ten years from now, and depending on what album you'll play, it will still hold a lot of weight. Like Certified Lover Boy right now, probably not, but. If you play Thank Me Later 10 minutes, 10 years later, from now, it's still gonna be pretty, it's still gonna be pretty good. It's pretty good uh, stuff. It's still gonna be pretty, it's still gonna be pretty good. Um if you want if you play, if you're if you're reading this, it's too late. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's let good. me let me ask you this. So a lot of people in the argument, they bring up the sales thing. Do you think that if streaming wasn't a thing that drake's actual album sales because i think you have to stream like an absurd amount of amount of times for it to count as one album so so if streaming wasn't a thing and and then let's look at this at a bigger picture if streaming wasn't a thing then there's no genre after drake because we had Drake and then he had like the SoundCloud era is what we want to call it. The independent artist era. Now everybody gets distro kid and can put their music on SoundCloud all the, or uh, Spotify and all that. So if there's no Spotify, iTunes was already around, but say there's no Spotify, no SoundCloud, none of that. Do you think that he would have been a bigger artist? I mean, he's already the biggest artist of his generation, but do you think he could have been a bigger artist without it? Oof. That's tough because because thing, you gotta you gotta remember he was around when album sales were a thing. Yeah, Drake Drake comes around the same era that we come around where we know we know the value of an album, a physical copy, and we appreciate the streaming. But we un, we still understand that a va- that if you have that disc it's 10 times greater than whatever streaming you, 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 you pull up. You can listen to albums. The, the way that, that, that streaming platforms are designed now, every last one of them have different algorithms to what counts as one album sale. Apple Music, for instance, you have to have a thousand plays in order to count one album sale. So with that type of metrics, 
it doesn't he would i don't think that one sale i mean one actual copy of an album with for drake i don't think that drake would be would be nearly as big as he is now if he had to go back to selling albums if he had to go back to picking up physical copies and promoting and actually using his advance to go push out his album i don't think he'd be as big as he is right now it'd be too much work it'd be because drake already does a lot of work as it is to get his music to be as big as it is and to go backwards into that day and age i don't think that drake would have the same I don't think he'd have the same people as dedicated to him as he does now, because right now he's got a, he's got a team. He's got an engine. He's got an engine running that is going a thousand miles an hour and all the moving pieces make Drake. You know, there's party next door. There's OVO. There's 40. There's so many different moving pieces that blow Drake up. There's, the petty train that he always likes to venture down from time to time when these artists come and take stabs at him, you know, if he had to go back to doing the albums and the physical copies, I don't believe that it would be the same. I don't believe that he'd have the same magnitude to where he, to what he does now. It's the streamings now that allow him to be as big. It's the, it's the, the place and times that allow him to be as big as he is right now. It's the scandals that come up, on social media that allow him to be as big as it is now because everything is on your is at your fingertip. So the moment something happens, oh let me go hear a Drake song. Oh yeah, that's my favorite song. Let me go play a Drake song because I just saw Drake do this or I just saw somebody sing this on social media. Yeah, but, but you can't do that with the album. You but you, that was around though. Yeah, but they had MTV news. It wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't the same. Okay, so think of it like this. Okay, we listen to MTV News. It's going to be 24, maybe even longer before we go buy an album. A few hours before we go buy the album. With Drake now, if MTV News pops up on his Instagram, on your Instagram, you're going to swipe up, go to music, start playing a song. Drake just released a new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't, we can't use that because it doesn't exist. I'm saying if streaming didn't exist, so we have to throw all that away. That's what I'm saying. You eliminate what we have today and you go strictly to physical copies. Drake does not do as well as he does. I don't know, because Drake was already in position to be the next bigger artist when streaming started to become a thing. Yeah, like, but he was, only, he, was only, he was only slated to be the next big, at one point in time, the next, the next Lil Wayne. He was going to replace Wayne. He was not going to replace Jay-Z. He was not going to replace anybody beyond before him. It's because of streaming that he's that he's he's put up into that into that upper echelon of greatness. So eliminate streaming. He's with Lil Wayne. And I don't, because that's where we know he was at at that time, I don't know of him surpassing that level to to that height i mean again tootsie slide let's put it like this let me let me put it like this well he wouldn't have, he he might not have made tootsie slide he wouldn't have made tootsie slide so if he wouldn't have made tootsie slide he wouldn't have made call me on my cell phone that song would never came out either because those are two songs that without social media's help they don't become as big as they are think about well, all the music that came the, out yeah but the call me on the cell phone that was a uh... I got picked up by like a major company. 
So I don't, because social media is still around. Streaming's just not around. Yes. Well, not. So not- I mean, well, I mean, if we want to be honest, we can argue Little Wayne benefited more from streaming than Drake has benefited from streaming because to think where Little Wayne took the next step was because he was making a new mixtape every month. Which, how did we have to listen to that mixtape? We had to stream it. Yeah, of course. We had to go on that Piff and stream it. Piff, live mixtapes, all the all the outlets, yeah. So to me, and then let's just use this as an example. You have to have, I think it's 1,200 streams to count as a, I think maybe it's Spotify, it's whatever it is, it's 1,200. You have to have 1,200 streams for it to count as one sale, which is ridiculous because if I buy an album, there's probably a good chance I'm not going to listen to it 1,200 times. Right. If we're being 100 sonorous. I probably listen to Lupe's albums and late registration, I probably listen to like maybe I, 70 I times. ITunes, though, I think with iTunes you know, they they count the purchase as a complete album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The purchase is different. So, but with streaming, there's no, I would say, option of music being quote-unquote free, right? I mean, you pay your, your monthly subscription or whatever, but you don't have to buy the album to listen to it. Now, if it was, I don't know, I find it hard to believe that, like, Drake couldn't outsell like outcast without the streams like no streaming also like i find it hard to believe that if it was only physical like eminem when uh marshall mathers lp i think it's marshall mathers lp is a diamond album i just find it hard to believe that drake at least take care couldn't go diamond without streaming or um the issue right now is it's so hard to to compare him to anybody who did it before because of streaming right streaming just makes streaming just slights his greatness that's the problem with social media right now when it comes to drake it slights everything that we that we think of him he i truly believe that he could be as great as michael jackson at some point but it's taking him much longer to get there because of social media because social media, we are not able to scale social media. You can take 10 million followers on one app, and then it equates to nothing compared to another app. Right. Let's take TikTok, right. for instance. If you have 20 million followers on TikTok, you really don't have a lot of followers compared to Instagram. No. Those, they, they don't have the same value. So, well, yeah, you can see people on TikTok with 200,000 followers and on IG, they have 3,000. Right. And they, I think the here's what I think is another issue is that we will give it up to Michael Jackson as being a superstar, right? Because it's like at that time, he was the biggest artist. But now I feel like the term superstar is kind of watered down. Or a lot, at least the perception of it, because you can say, oh, Drake has, I don't know how many followers he has, but let's just throw a number. Oh, Drake has 30 million followers on Instagram. He's a superstar. Yeah, but Joe Schmo that makes videos about, I don't know, washing dishes has 2 million followers. So 
what is it really? You know what I mean? Or somebody can just go post pictures at a beach somewhere, say they're somewhere else and get a million followers that way. So what's the, what's the value? We've talked about streaming where you can just go get a million streams if you know how the playlist game works. So then what's really the value of a million streams? I just think it's, I think it's like a watered down thing. And maybe we just don't realize how great Drake actually is. And that's what I'm saying. He could very well be as big as Michael, but it's hard to tell when social media is playing a part in things now and streaming plays a part in things now because the numbers are skewed. The right. numbers aren't aren't the same. You got Spotify that's metrics are one way. You got YouTube's that metrics are another way. And then you have uh, um, you have Apple's music that that's metrics are another way. And you have Google's music that's metrics are another way. And each and every one of them are telling you, well, okay, well he went platinum here, but he didn't go platinum there. And he went platinum here, but he didn't go platinum there. And then you take a look at the social media aspect of things and you say, well, on Facebook, he's got 100 million followers on, on which would be considered, which is considered a lot for Facebook. You take, and you take, again, I use TikTok, for example, because TikTok is that, is that trending platform right now where you could have 2 million followers and nobody knows you. Right. You have you can have five million followers and then you switch over to Instagram, you barely have 15k. You barely have 20k. The so everything is so skewed as far as the the worth of an artist or the worth of a celebrity. So right now, Drake may be very well as big as Michael Jackson. We can't we can't really tell it. We also can't tell it because of how much he's in our face at this point in time. The thing about Michael was even though he was on the radio all the time, you never saw Michael. Nobody was running into Michael. You ran into Michael. It was Christmas there because there's no way that you just popped up on Michael. However, with Drake, you don't need to pop up on him. I'm going to pull up his IG. Yeah. Go on Instagram. What's yeah. his story? What's he doing? Yeah. He's on, I, he's on IG live talking to us. I want to know where, where, where Drake is at IG. I want to know where Michael is at. Hopefully, National Enquirer, hopefully somebody has taken a picture of him because I have not been able to find him anywhere. No tabloids have seen him. But now social media makes it a makes it almost a priority, but makes it uh, but also makes it so easy for any and everyone to have access to this artist. When you do that, it waters it down. It waters their value down. I don't I can't tell you if he's really that big. I think he might be. I think he might be, but it's kind of hard to tell. Even if you go take a look at the records once again, and you compare apples to apples, you say, "What is he? What has Michael done on Billboard charts compared to streaming?" That's skewed too, because streaming is a whole lot easier. Your mom and dad, if you're a young age, have to go buy you your mount your parent your your favorite artist album. They have to go buy it and they may have they may not get it for months on end because money situation. They might buy it for your birthday. They may want to buy it for Christmas. Now YouTube. Now Apple Music. Now Spotify. As long as you got a subscription, boom, I'm listening to my favorite artist right now. I'm not waiting on nobody. I don't know the last time I've purchased an album, the, an 
album. I purchased tracks, individual tracks to go ahead and remix and things like that. I know when the last but, time I purchased an album was. But the last time I actually purchased an album, I have no clue. And that's even on iTunes. I, I, I just I have it. So again, the numbers are not, the numbers are still skewed because Drake may be up there, but it's not due to a, it's not due to a whole bunch of work that was put in an hour and days and weeks and years of accumulating the, the, the album sales. It's done due to a bunch of people being able to flip up, swipe up their phone, open the app and press play. Boom. And then let it go. Some people are getting, some of these numbers are being counted just because you fell asleep and the audio kept going. You fell, you knocked out, song keep going. That counts as a stream. That counts as a play. You didn't hear the song. Who cares? But it just kept playing. That's it. Now Drake has that Drake has gotten 500 plays because mul- because 50% of y'all fell asleep on the songs and forgot that they were even playing. Or put your phone down somewhere, went to go do something else, and the songs were still playing. You never paused it, you never stopped it. So hold on, let me let me do this and try to ruffle some feathers here. So if you took this is really going to make people angry. If if we took Michael Jackson and put him in the time that we're in right now, music-wise, I think he's I think he's Bruno Mars. Oof. I'm just to be 100% honest because look. That is some oof. Because we know how secluded Mike was. So I don't see Mike getting on social media. You know what I mean? Doing everything that he does. We're in, but we're in a time where good music isn't valued by the regular person, I would say. Because Lil Uzi Vert had a number one at some point. So that should say everything that you need to know right there about the quality of music that's valued. And nothing against future, shouts all the future fans. But he's kind of the same thing where it's because if it was about talent, then Bruno Mars would be a way bigger artist than he is right now. He'd be the biggest artist in the world or Anderson Pack. If it was truly. Whoever's watching, please chime in. If it was truly about talent, if it was truly about talent, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack would be the two biggest artists in the world. And Silk Sonic would be the biggest group ever created. If it was purely about talent right now, but it's not. It's about, hey, what outlandish things can I do on social media, 6 9 to get eight number ones in a row or however many had in a row? Um, I'll say I put a $20 million diamond in my head because I need I need more attention. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a song or I have a song that went number one that's a minute and 20 seconds long. That's what the game is right now. If the talent mattered, then J. Cole's album would have done the numbers that Drake and Kanye's albums did, if talent mattered. If talent mattered when Kendrick Lamar's album, which he, he might do the numbers, because Kendrick Lamar has kind of that, we want to hear what he has to say, because oh. he's, he's so secluded. Kendrick, I'm glad you brought that up, because Kendrick is a good example of with and without social media. Because... Right. Because we feel the effects of, of absence with Kendrick Lamar. We actually miss the presence of Kendrick Lamar. We don't miss the presence of Drake. 
we don't because we always get drake exactly we always have drake in our face kendrick we have not had kendrick since 2016 we have been wanting kendrick for a while so for us kendrick automatically by default not even because it's real but by default kendrick is bigger than drake and it's not because it's true it's just because of the absence of social media his presence away from social media makes us feel like he is bigger than Drake is. And he really isn't. But no. it's just what social media, it's the effects of social media. Hey, I'm sitting by what I said. If you put Michael Jackson in the time right now, do you think, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, here's a perfect, here's a perfect question. So the people that play Gucci gang, the people that played, um, what's the, EXO Tour Life, the people that listen to Trippy Red, the people that play YNJ, shout out to YNJ though, but people that play YNJ, um, the people that listen to who's somebody else? G Herbo, G Easy. Do you think they care what Thriller sounds like? Just being honest. Do you think they want to hear Beat It? Yeah, every person wants to hear beat. Whenever the all right, so future fan of people that are just hardcore in the future, you think they want to hear beat it? Of course, yeah. Ah, oh, no. I, I, I said that on on the show, man. Like, my bad, but no. yeah, they don't want to hear beat it. They don't want to hear thriller. They don't want to hear pyt. They don't want to. That's not what the sound is. I had my feelings for a moment. That was that was personal. They don't want to hear it. This so, is you. you kidding me? No, and he doesn't. Even the thugs want to hear Thriller. Even the thugs want to do want to hear. Hold on, hold on. Do they want to hear Thriller because their parents played Thriller? It reminds them when they were younger because that doesn't exist. Because Michael Jackson is in 2021. He's not in the okay. 80s. All right, so we're that doesn't exist. Where he comes yes. out? Now. He comes out now. It doesn't exist. True. I will go ahead and I will admit to that. True. You play Thriller now. It's a crappy song. If you come out with Thriller now, it's Bruno Mars. It's a, it's a no. It's be, it's, it's less than that. Billy Jean might be a Bruno Mars, um, or Smooth uh, Criminal. Smooth Criminal might be a Bruno Mars. S. Um, what else? Several different songs. Any of, any of them are Bruno Mars. Mm. It's Bruno Mars. You hurt my feelings with this one because it's it's kind of hard for me to say yes to that. And it but I see your point. It's kind of hard for me to say yes to that, but I do see the point. Because yeah. because if anybody is Michael Jackson worthy at this point in time, it's Bruno Mars. So if anybody Bruno Mars, I would say is the closest artist that makes music similar to Michael Jackson's music since Michael Jackson. Justin Timberlake didn't make music like Michael Jackson. He just danced and made good pop music. So they just kind of put him in the yeah. same Chris group. Brown would have been the closest thing had Chris Brown stayed on path. I still want to say it's Bruno Mars because... No, had he stayed on path, yes. He oh, because nothing, nothing on you is similar to a Michael Jackson song. The Silk Sonic stuff are very similar to Michael Jackson Motown stuff. But... He's Bruno Mars. Oh, he also doesn't have Quincy Jones. Because unless we bring Quincy Jones now. But swallow, man. That's a tough pill to swallow. I don't you you know what? I don't I don't like you for that one. 
because that one that one's difficult to accept because right. what you're saying what you're saying is that is that because of social media michael could never be as big not even close i would say social media and the way you said it it's a microwave but the style of music changes so rapidly like the SoundCloud era was basically mumble rap. And then mumble rap kind of evolved, but then it kind of stopped. Like there's not too much mumble rap anymore. Now it's just harmonizing and things like that. So it's almost like a digression of music with streaming just because you can just make so much music so fast now. Yeah. It's not like when Michael Jackson and them were making music where everything had to be perfect they had to take their time because it was i would say at that point it was if this album's bad you're, there's nothing left yeah if you make a bad album no one's gonna listen to you again now it's like oh you make a bad song okay just release another one tomorrow yeah there was i, I the, the the difference was there was room to think there was room for error back then so if you messed up and you made a bad album it's like you took two years to make that bad and make. you're done yeah you're done you now Let's say you do make a bad album. You could put out that bad album and then next week drop another album and people will instantly forget about the They'll forget album. about it. Yeah. We don't even talk about Donda anymore. Yeah. Nobody's talking about Donda anymore. The songs that play on the radio are what you know right now, and that's yeah. Hurricane. And I think like one other song is playing on the radio. I didn't uh, even hear a Donda song on the radio today. I heard two Drake songs. Hurricane plays on. I heard Hurricane play on the radio today. But um, I think there's one other song that plays on the radio. And I think that's uh, Remote Control. I think Remote Control plays on the radio. Um, but again, you can make a bad album at this day and age, and by next week, even you can even do it midweek and release a song, and it will totally free. It will almost completely erase the album. Um, or you can make a bad album, and people think that bad album is good. Yeah, because so many people can get their hands on it now. So, and so many people have have their own opinions that they have, they can go on social media and any platform and just, hey, I love it. It's It sucks and I love it. I love it because it sucks. You know, Weird Al Yankovic right now would be the GOAT. He would be. GOAT. If Weird Al came out now, Weird Al would be the GOAT. Because of how, because of because he he just makes he doesn't care, and yes. he's purposely he's purposely parroting these mu- these songs. La, if if Weird Al came out right now with social media, he'd be huge. He would he would he would. There would be there would literally be a genre of parody music. Yeah, because his songs were funny, his videos were funny. And I imagine he can pump those songs out quick, but just listen to a song. It just changed the words. And due to the PC climate we live in right now, he's willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. He would, he would destroy the internet. He would destroy the internet 10 times over because people would be with, it would blow people's minds that he's willing to do this thing. But you know what? Again, as hard as it is, for me to 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 process that i do want to i do probably agree with you on that michael jackson and bruno mars comparison at this day and age because of how social media operates so once again it's it's 
hard to say how great how great Drake is because of social media. I want to go ahead and say that he is as big as Michael. He's not bigger than Michael. He still isn't bigger than Michael, and that's with social media. Uh, but he may be as big as Michael due to social media, due to the presence that he has created on social media. He may very well be as big as Drake, as Michael Jackson, but he, I don't think he could surpass Michael. I think at the end of the day, there's too much on social media that allows people to know Michael to where Michael is still getting that fandom, even from new kids. Because I know little kids that know Michael Jackson's music at this day and age who've never seen him, never heard his music in, 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 in its entirety. His, their parents don't talk to them about Michael that much, but yet they know Michael's music. And that just continues to create his popularity. That just continues to grow his popularity and that continues to grow his album sales. So Thriller may very well, I mean, and as long as Thriller exists, the song, the album is gonna continue to blow up. That's just like All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. As long as that song exists during the holidays, Mariah's, Mariah's music is always gonna be blowing up and she's always gonna make money. It will never be surpassed because of that one song. Same with Thriller. The album itself will always be able to blow up because that one song continues to push yeah. through every Halloween. So, yeah. But let me know. let me say this real quick before somebody tries to twist what I said about Mike and Bruno Mars. I don't think if we put Drake in Mike's time, Drake is as big as Michael Jackson. No, but it wouldn't even strictly make sense during that. Strictly because there's no rap music at that time. Yeah, it wouldn't even make sense. Yeah, there's no rap music. You put him, you put him, you okay? So that it actually, I take it back. It depends on when you place him. Post Billy Jean, he would he would be noticed. He'd be recognized because MTV came out in '81, and so did BET. So therefore, both of them carried michael jackson and if drake came out shortly after that he would be recognized but pre billy jean dead no well it doesn't work Jordan, yeah, it doesn't. when drake comes into the rap game is the perfect time for drake because you can't put drake when rap was in the beginning because rap didn't sound like how drake raps it didn't make any sense rap well rap was uplifting but it was super basic because it was brand new and then you get to the gangster rap and it's what house music is today rap right. back then is what house music is now it's, that's exactly what it was it was just an mc if y'all don't know is a microphone controller it's a song that talks on the mic while the dj is doing the doing what the dj does and all they did was they would just find open drums and an open part of music and just play it on the turntables and you'd be like, what you hear is not a test. You know, that's what they would do. And then that evolved into like DMC and them. Drake doesn't fit there. Then it evolved into gangster rap. He doesn't fit there. Then it's East Coast versus West Coast. He doesn't fit there. Then it's like Jay-Z or the East Coast, like Diddy and or Puff Daddy and all that. He doesn't fit there because he sings. So he doesn't fit with them. And then what do you want to say? Like the Southern Renaissance is what I would call it. The South is coming. He yeah. doesn't fit there. It just so happens he fits perfectly in time. 
he he is yeah he fits in his era that in the pocket that he fits that he sits in now. So uh, <laughs> I, I listen, man. Honestly, I feel like that's that's the best way to end this because keen controversy over here. Nah, you you hit it. You hit it hard with that one. Now, you know what? You never you never put me in a speechless moment, and I can't I can't surpass what you said. I can't go any further. If I change the topics, if I try to go any further on another topic uh, and talk about anything else, it won't make any sense. So I have to go ahead and, and just leave and just say, you know what? You did a good job on this one. You did a good hey, job. Thank you, man. And you know what? That wasn't planned. That just came off the top. But that was a good one. That is a good one. That's why we go live and that's why we talk to everybody every week and give you guys fresh takes on what it is that we are, what's on our mind. That way, you know, as always, that somebody may get stumped. <laughs> he did it for the first time on the show. Let Cat hold the title. Drop the mic. Yep, drop mic. You know what? You guys know why we're here. You know why we do this all the time, every single week. It is because we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. That is our time. Once again, as always, I am your man, Hitch Montana. Oh, by the way, if anybody loves me, or if any fans love me, listen, I would love a power line hoodie. I don't, listen, I'm not going to put this out. I'm, not, I'm just going to put this out. Let me put it like that. Let me put it, and put it out that, like that. If the universe loves me, I wear a medium. I could, I would love a power line hoodie. Now, yeah, for those who, who who watch me and rock and watch the hoodies that I rock on the show, y'all see that I have an affinity for uh, '90s throwbacks and things like that. Powerline Goofy movie would be amazing to rock on the show. But as always, my name is Hitch Montana with my co-host. Everybody listening, it's like go to Amazon and get one. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey man shout out to this travis scott shirt travis didn't give it to me i just bought it but uh wait what am i supposed to say ah, i know what i'm supposed to say i'm just kidding all right catch us you can stream us apple music or i'm sorry apple podcasts spotify if you don't listen to those anchor.fm slash that mo show you'll find us there and this your boy just two guys doing it from their mom's basement oh that sounded weird Two guys doing the show from their mom's basement. It's your boy, Podcast Marv Albert. The guy that said that if Michael Jackson was out today, he'd be Bruno Mars. Academy. Yes. Peace out, world. <laughs>